0: Here we go, take
1: three
0: Hello and welcome to the Life Toyetic with Ben and Molly, I am Ben
1: And I'm gonna need you to give me a wisdom saving throw right now
0: Oh no, uh, I didn't even bring my dice I have dice Okay, I can borrow one of your dice? Okay, alright
1: Alright,
0: give me a, I guess a d20 I mean, you can give me another dice, but that's not no, here really. you go. okay. All right, here we go. Uh, Ten plus my wisdom. Do you is, know your modifier? I think it's two, so it's twelve.
1: Okay, that's not going to cut it. You're now charmed by me for the next hour. <laughs> so I uh, need you to regard me as a friendly acquaintance.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> you, really, you, really you know.
1: That's because I do this before every episode.
0: Oh, I don't do the. You just do the rolls without me.
1: Yeah. Oh. But usually before you come in.
0: Okay. We're, what did, what we're did you? Wait... the
1: kimono a little bit. What
0: did you wait to for me to do it this time? Because
1: we're watching a very special movie today.
0: Transformers two. Yes. Yes. Directed by Harry Transformers. <laughs> no, we are this week. We are watching Dungeons and Dragons. Why are we doing
1: this? I, it was my idea, and I'm sorry.
0: While we're on the subject of D&D, there is a, uh, a skill in D&D called animal handling. And we've had some fun handling your animals oh this morning. God. This is the third time we've tried to record the intro to this episode.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, because it all started... You have you have three pets. You have two cats and a dog. Haven, who is one of your cats, you're old, the oldest of the two cats. How old is Haven? I think she's
1: six. Five okay. or six.
0: Five or six years old. Haven decided to do some excavation <laughs> in her litter tray <laughs> for no reason. Several times yeah. over a 10 minute period. She would scrape
1: and then stop and then scrape and then stop. And then I think about four or five times she did yeah.
0: that. She she exists outside of space and time. She's always looking at things that aren't there. She left the litter tray, did cat things for, I want to say a good two and a half minutes. And then suddenly she had like this moment of, don't leave the oven on? But for a litter <sighs> tray and went back in. and She did this... At least two more times.
1: If she were a human, she would definitely be on some sort of medication (laughs) for her problems. Yes. Uh, But we waited for her to finish. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we hit record. Yep. And then as you were doing the intro, Mel started violently shaking her stuffed bunny.
0: Friend of the show, Mel.
1: Friend of the show.
0: Mel, who has appeared on this podcast before... Um, sporadically. You can
1: often hear her in the background yes. if you listen closely, shaking things. You can hear her nails tick-tick-ticking across the pergo.
0: Yeah. And if you also watch Port Center, if you've ever been like, oh, what's that weird triangular-eared dog sitting next to Ben suddenly, that's Mel. <laughs>
1: why is there a single ear behind yes. his thigh?
0: Yeah, that's, that's Mel. Mel. Mel made her debut on Port Center over a year ago, because that's when the show came back.
1: Because she... She would start whining if we wouldn't let her sit on the couch. So we yeah. said, fuck it, she's going to be a star.
0: She's on the- And I do get a lot of comments on the show about Mel's presence. Yeah,
1: so she helps your engagement levels.
0: Yeah. Um, she definitely gives me a, uh, a performance buff to my port center performance checks. <laughs> that's a very... I kind of ham-fisted that, no, but it fine. kind of kind of works. Now, this is one of those movies where... We've we both seen this film before. Yes. We watched it as recently as... Was it about a year ago? Yeah,
1: sometime in the last year.
0: Yeah. Because we have a weekly D&D game, which I think we've mentioned on the show before, I that I, I DM. And if one of us can't make it, usually we either do a quick one-shot, which we've done a couple of, or we find some media... And we digest that. Now we've and we've we've consumed <laughs> it's a very
1: sterile way yes. of phrasing it. But we, we hang out and watch a movie. Yeah, we
0: will watch a movie, or uh, you know, so I I've, I've tried to introduce the group to the uh, British children's television program Nightmare, <laughs> which I don't think you were keen on. No,
1: I'm just I had a hard time getting into it.
0: I would Google Nightmare. It is fantastic. It was basically um, televised D and D before. Televised I D&D think because was we started on the first season. Oh, the first season so slow. The didn't know what they were doing. Yeah,
1: and so it was just very dull.
0: Yeah. Next time I'll drop us into like season five or okay. something. Okay. Because the fundamentals of the show, there will be a next time. Mm. We've we tried to watch the Dungeons and Dragons animated series.
1: We watched the first episode. We watched the
0: first episode, and
1: again I said no.
0: You checked out mm, mentally and physically no, at one point. Not for me. Um, but I think the first one we did that wasn't one of our one shots was we watched the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Mm-hmm. On purpose. Yeah. This was before with our I, eyes open. Before I owned it, I bought this movie on Blu-ray as a result of our, our little viewing sesh. You
1: didn't just buy this movie.
0: Oh no, I bought you the two pack. bought the two
1: movie collection. On
0: Blu-ray with Dungeons and Dragons and it's straight to video sequel, Wrath of the...
1: Dragon God. Dragon God, which I yeah. actually remember watching on Sci-Fi Channel as a teenager. Yes. Two movie collection. Yes. All we can definitively say is that there are <laughs> two movies.
0: So what can what can we collectively, your hosts here at the life toyetic with Ben and Molly, we the Ben and or Molly of the podcast title, what can we say about Dungeons and Dragons the movie? There's a lot of people in this film. There's, I
1: think there's blue lipstick at some. There's point, blue lipstick, and I feel like things go in ears. I really didn't things go in ears a uh, lot.
0: There's an act... One of the actors was in Lois and Clark The New Adventures of Superman. Yeah, unless it. I'm mistaking him for... Do- There's all these white actors with that Is one it? swish haircut from the 90s a who white wore-
1: swishman? The
0: white swishman, yeah. That's his name. Um, white swishman. White swishman. Uh, yeah, he did a lot of stuff in the 90s and early 2000s. And I think he was in both Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and then he disappeared.
1: <laughs> I do remember a bland white man, a bland white woman, a black minstrel character named Snails...
0: Yes, who is played by one of the many Wayans brothers.
1: And I remember not realizing until the very end of the movie where they're looking at his headstone that his name is literally Snails. That's like, not, not like a fun nickname. Yeah, it's like, a, take a snail and then pluralize it. <laughs> that's your name now.
0: Congratulations, it's a boy. What will you name him?
1: Um, thinking Snails. <laughs> I'm
0: thinking, thinking that's a good, strong name. Uh, I want, I want children, I want people to look at this baby and think, he's, he's small, he is slimy, and he doesn't move very fast. Snail. And if you
1: step on him, he goes crunch.
0: Yes. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Mm. And uh, there are, there are a couple of cameos in this, like, uh, Richard O'Brien, uh, is in this, who, uh, Americans and most people will probably know from Rocky Horror Picture Show. I
1: haven't seen that. You're not missing much. My bad, American.
0: You're not missing much. It's not a, I don't like it. Uh, Which I'm sure is a controversial viewpoint, but. There goes Mel. Where there he, she goes. Where are he
1: going? There she she's, goes. I think she forgot which direction the couch was. <laughs> <laughs> she started yeah. walking towards the litter box and was like, wait. We wait. should point
0: out Mel is very blind. She's all the way blind. She's, well, she's I would say she's blind.
1: like 95% blind.
0: She's as blind as Mr. Kipling's cakes are good, to which exceedingly. Exceedingly. Very, off she goes again. So, lots of cameos in this movie. Richard O'Brien, who I already said. Tom Baker, who played the fourth Doctor yeah, I know who in that Doctor is. Who. I know
1: he's well-known as Puddlegum from the BBC Silver Chair.
0: Absolutely, that's yeah, his defining role. That's how role. I know him. He never did anything before that, and did not do not anything, anything afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's only known for that, and this movie, which mm-hmm. is kind of strange. So Tom Baker has a camp. Tom Baker f- figured heavily in the marketing for this film in the UK. Like he was in all the TV commercials for this.
1: The and only person that you could possibly yeah, care about, and he's
0: in it for I want to say three and a half. Minutes. I
1: didn't even remember that he was in this. No.
0: And you're not missing out on much by not knowing that. Also, main villain played by Jeremy Irons. I remember
1: that. I remember that because he, like, hams it all the way up. Oh,
0: yeah. He is chewing that scenery with his big old chompers.
1: And I remember Thora Birch is in this. And the only other thing I know her from is Hocus Pocus, which I think might be the only other thing she's been in. I
0: think she must have done some other stuff. I
1: feel like she was in, I don't know.
0: We'll look it up after we record this bit so we're not eager I just to remember for the rest that she film. goes from
1: being a cute child in Hocus Pocus to like a uh Like that's my impression of her performance in this movie. Uh...
0: She doesn't have accent she's got like wandering accent syndrome as well, like she, she can't decide. I know that
1: she's her face never really moves.
0: Oh, she was way I baked. She was, that. was baked yeah, for this I feel, movie. I feel like
1: maybe she was in an altered state of consciousness. I think you would have to be to do this movie. D-
0: if you had been cast in the Dungeons & Dragons movie and this was the script that was delivered on your doorstep, what would you do to get through through it? Because we know there are worse movies than this that we have watched that we know the stars literally had to get drunk to endure.
1: I would probably just bring like a baggie of Tanagrams or something and do that when I wasn't...
0: Now, is that a game? Or... Tanagrams? Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're like a little puzzle game.
0: Okay, I did not... I don't know...
1: Oh, Tanagrams are super fun. This episode is brought to you by... <laughs> Tanagrams. Casper. Oh. Casper. Buy really? a Casper and do your Tanagrams
0: on it. <laughs> it's a podcast, so whether we want it to be or not, it's been brought to you by Casper. Yeah. Or Audible. Or Me Undies. I'm not wearing Me Undies today. I'm not. I'm wearing You're Undies.
1: Do- you're not wearing your Undies?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not wearing Me Undies. <laughs> uh, I'm wearing Doctor Who underwear today. Oh. In honor of Tom Baker. <laughs> in honor of, of Timothy Baker. Tom-
1: <laughs> Sir Timothy Baker. <laughs> Sir
0: Timothy Baker. <laughs> Sir
1: you wear Doctor Who underwear every day.
0: I have one pair of Doctor Who underwear, so that is true. Docho. <laughs> Docho. It has Doctor Who, the, the Doctor Who logo, circa uh, the Peter Capaldi era, kind of stitched into the elastic waistband. And at the back where it joins, it's you've got the, 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 the DOC of Doctor and the HO of Who, and it joins together to make Docho.
1: I do want to point out that you were so excited by this discovery that you volunteered this information. I showed everyone this is my underwear. not because... Because I regularly see you in your underwear. No,
0: you don't regularly see me
1: no. in your underwear. No. It it's usually be. an oopsie if I do.
0: Yeah, it's usually an oops all very. <laughs> <laughs>
1: God. Anyway,
0: should we actually watch the, the movie that we're I don't
1: want to, but we're gonna.
0: <laughs> That's true every week, though. Yeah.
1: No, well, yeah.
0: It might not be true when we get to the end of it when we're pleasantly surprised. I'm still riding the wave of the Barbie movie last week. Yeah, maybe the Barbie this... is Rapunzel. So fun fact, while I was editing the Barbie episode, I obviously I have to go online and find a, a commercial to Obviously. Use. Obviously, I have to. I'm, I'm required by law. Um, but I found a commercial... For a Barbie as Rapunzel doll that predates the movie by at least four years. Like, this commercial was from 1998.
1: And an an incidentally Rapunzel.
0: It's... Yeah, I guess that they had tried to do a Rapunzel Barbie before that was not very good. And they did this one toy and this one small Barbie as Rapunzel toy line that kind of fizzled... And then I guess they thought, let's do that again, but there's a movie attached to
1: it. Let's do it again, but let's get Robert McKee on board.
0: Yes. Robert McKee was instrumental in making sure that the, not just that the story were, but that the toys were good. I
1: think maybe Robert McKee saw the doll in stores and was like, no, 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 no. You're doing this all wrong. (laughs)
0: Let
1: me use my expertise. To Listen, help you,
0: this is. Uh, hi, I'm Robert McKee. Uh, I'm a noted story consultant. I'm the author of the book Story. He kind of Australian, a little bit, but uh, I'm going to push through really anyway. Am. This is the voice that I've kind of settled on. Uh, thing about, hi, I'm noted story expert Robert McKee. Uh, and uh, you know the one thing that's missing from uh, from the Rapunzel story? Listen, everyone who's told this story throughout history, hair. Guy climbs up the tower on a hair. Boring. Cut that out. Literally, cut off her hair. Boom. New version of Rapunzel. G'day, mate. Robert McKay. What was We're that?
1: We're going to listen to his actual voice.
0: Hi, I'm Robert McKay. And this Shh, is my... Sh-
1: shut your face. <laughs> well, the, the three great medias not only screenplay... Flawless. Yeah, screenplay, perfect. My
0: impression was brilliant. Anyway, enough talking about the film we talked about last week, even though it was surprisingly good. We are going to watch Dungeons and Dragons. We have to
1: face what we've committed to we, this yeah, week.
0: We can't turn our eyes away from the future and, f- and focus on the positives in our past. We can only move forward, and we're going to do that now. We're going to go away and watch Dungeons & Dragons, uh, and we'll be back after these uh, very old commercial messages. Your dungeon master has placed you in a dreadfully precarious position. You're playing the most phenomenal game ever created. Your skin grows cold from your first glimpse of the enormous beast. It's a product of your imagination. Survival depends on a quick, decisive move. Your choices are limited. Stand and fight, or run. Use your lightning bolt. Victory is yours. Win the treasure! TSR Hobbies. Dungeons and Dragons games. Products of your imagination. (laughs) Mm. Mm. so we just watched Dungeons and Dragons which I own personally on Blu-ray you bought
1: with your own monies
0: I did that you um, earned
1: (sighs) yeah Mel Mel. summed it up for us
0: Mel knows exactly how we feel
1: I feel like I just failed Um, a constitution saving throw
0: I, I think I failed a wisdom and intellect saving throw there's no way Oh, shit.
1: We have to talk about it now.
0: We have to talk about the... F- that's the thing, we can't just watch the movie, we have to talk about it, that's what the podcast I is. I think,
1: unfortunately, this is one of those movies that we had to talk during, just to stay yeah. conscious. Yeah, it and was... And keep from dissociating off into space. So I feel like we used up a lot of good material.
0: Yeah. I, it's one of those... It, this movie feels like watching someone else's D&D session, in that the narrative does isn't really very cohesive when observed in a in a, a a confined space the characters are kind of two-dimensional and shitty the villains are paper thin and it's just a bad time it's not mm. i'm str- i'm genuinely struggling to adequately articulate how My... much of a mistake this was? Yeah, oh, this was the biggest mistake. Here's the thing, I would rather. I think I would rather give the Digimon movie another go. No, That's... no,
1: I'm not there yet. I'm
0: there. No, I'm I living. Been, there. I haven't been
1: driven to. That I'm looking level. at
0: real estate prices there. No, um. I think
1: this movie could have been helped with maybe a little bit more kissing.
0: <laughs> you were you were very gung ho throughout. You just kept saying and "kiss." Now kiss. They were fighting, kiss.
1: and I thought that that was a mistake. It's definitely different from. The D and D campaign that I'm familiar with. Yeah,
0: this is a bad movie from every perceivable angle. You know how like some paintings, like the eyes of the painting seem to follow you around the room. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but it's the the awful nature of oh, this. Oh, like film. no matter
1: how I look at it, I can't find anything good about it. Yeah. Every aspect of it every, misses the mark so profoundly.
0: Every angle, every aspect, every place you try to view this movie from. I'm trying to think of like, if I were to do like a bad movie screening night, I think, I don't know how we got through it as a and d group last yeah, year. Yeah,
1: I don't either because I was definitely, I definitely spent the last maybe half hour saying over and over, I can't wait for this yeah. to be over. Yeah,
0: you were you were yearning for not death, release. but certainly <laughs> a release yes, <laughs> thank you. Um, I
1: Like Namadar.
0: Namadar Namadar. Namadar Okay.
1: I'm Doug Nemodar, honor of the Dimsdale Nemodar. <laughs> that was a fairly odd parent. Very
0: good. I, I've not seen any fairly odd parents, <gasps> so I can't comment. You
1: Americans out there will get my fairly odd parents reference.
0: And here's where I'd put my fairly odd parents reference that I got. If I had one. Uh, 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 <laughs> We, this is what we do instead of talking about the movie. <laughs> we just
1: send it into madness.
0: Yes, recounting the narrative of this film is going to be exceptionally mm-hmm. difficult, mostly because it doesn't, strictly speaking, have one.
1: It tries. I think it thinks it has a narrative.
0: You you made an observation. Okay, so there's a lot of really bad set design in this movie. There's a lot of I think with a costume design where I think it was people just running into Target and buying whatever. Definitely. Um, there's a lot of very bad. CG, and a lot of ropey visual effects. This thing looks like a made-for-TV movie, Mm -hmm. except it it got a theatrical release. You made the observation that at the point when this movie was being made...
1: A certain other fantasy film was also being made. By
0: the same studio, even, because it's New Line Cinema. I didn't know this was New Line. I'd forgotten this was New Line Cinema. But as this was being made, so too was work being done on the Lord of the Rings trilogy.
1: They're contemporaries.
0: Yes. It's like if you watched Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring on Netflix, it would say, because you watch this, you might <laughs> also enjoy Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, no. 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 Bad. Terrible. Horrible. Wretched. We have to try and describe the, the plot. We have to make an effort.
1: I didn't make any notes about the plot. I was all about the hair and makeup choices.
0: My, oh, oh my word! It was and like it was like sitting next to an episode of Queer Eye. <laughs> you would... well, my
1: eyes are very queer. Yes, I'm sorry.
0: You were you were very judgy of everyone's outfit choices.
1: I mean, I am in real life.
0: Yes, I know. You always make fun of my t-shirts.
1: I don't make fun of them. They're too short. But they could fit you a little better. See. <laughs> This is an objective observation. I mean, that's
0: true. That, is, that observation is, is very objective. My notes. I'm trying to reverse engineer the narrative from my notes.
1: Trying to figure out what they were what going happened? for.
0: I can't. Jeremy Irons is in this movie. This movie opens with Jeremy Irons um, trying to summon a red dragon, and then the red dragon dies.
1: I th- Right? I thought it was green, because the stone was green. I thought he killed a green...
0: It might have been green. I don't
1: remember, I know that there
0: was a lot of... This movie blood. lost
1: me so early. Yeah, so
0: this is the room of fantasy movies, except I don't know that I would want to subject a group of people to no. this film. And also, my friend Kyle isn't in this movie.
1: Sorry, Kyle.
0: Yeah. But Jeremy Irons is in this movie. Oh, God, I feel so and worn down. He just... Goes for he... it. God bless Jeremy yeah. Irons. Jeremy Tewiger Irons just choose the scenery. He is going ham in both senses of the word. He's hamming it up and he's going he's hamming as a motherfucker. He's, he's
1: I don't even know why. Because, what was motivating him to go this hard?
0: Uh because he just bought a castle. And so Did he, he actually? He, the story when he, he tell I,
1: me the tale. Tell so me the, I'm the told, Jeremy Irons lore. I
0: don't know if this is true, but um, it might be on um, Wiki Irons, um, the online encyclopedia for Jeremy Irons facts. But apparently, at the point he was offered this movie, he had just bought a castle, so he wanted to be able to, like. Make payments on his castle mortgage, which is... Or furnish
1: the castle.
0: Yes, which is the most, like, British 1% sentence I think I've ever said in my life. So he's offered Dungeons and Dragons, and he says yes, because there is money involved. And then I think what happens shortly after that is he reads the script, probably does like a Phoebe from Friends kind of, oh no, kind of. (laughs) And then he's just like, well, fuck it, I'm going to be in this movie. I'm I'm going to be
1: all the way in
0: it. I'm going to, I am going to be a... Force and nature.
1: I feel like maybe that's the approach that you have to take in watching this movie. Yes. Is that you'll die if you come with anything less than a hundred percent.
0: You have to give this film everything because this to- film is not yes. giving anything in return. Uh, Jeremy Irons goes for it. Jeremy Irons. Whenever he's on the screen, he. He blisters. He is red hot. He's got a mouthful of scenery. He's chewing it up. That's not what I
1: thought you were gonna say. <laughs> I thought we were gonna get into the kinky dandy. We're not there yet. Dear God,
0: relationship. This, this film is off the chain when it comes to sexual imagery. It's not it's
1: the kink factor, but like
0: it's a very it's very PG sexy.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me rephrase that in a way that doesn't make you make a South Park turkey noise. It's very PG kinky. It's yeah. It's approachable. It's definitely like
1: let's let's gently awaken the children.
0: Gently, gently. Don't hey hey
1: hey hey
0: Chris Chris hey buddy we're home, come on. Come on, let's get you inside and into bed. Like that's. Oh, I thought you were going to say, "Like Chris,
1: you're you're kinky. You're <laughs> going to come to terms with this over the next couple of years, but it's going to be okay."
0: It's like kids falling asleep on a long car journey, and you've yeah. got to rouse them out of their slumber so you can get them into. No, their I thought real this was a lot
1: anymore. more overt.
0: There's a lot of overt sexuality. I'm going to make you the point man, yes. or woman, or person on our, when it comes to the the point individual, the pointsman. No, that's bad. That's just I've gone full circle. Um, can I start again? Hi, welcome to the live toy edit with Ben and Molly. My name's Ben, and
1: I'm regretting doing all
0: <laughs> of this. So there's a really bad CG dragon. Am I? I have a note here that just says weird sex sounds, but that note could have been made at any, any point t- Yeah, you could me. apply that to <laughs>
1: literally every scene.
0: So he's. Tr- I guess he's trying to summon dragons because he wants to take over. Instead, I have I have one note with his name in his. Jeremy Irons is playing a character called Profeon.
1: Profeon, which, which th- sounds like. Like some sort of medication you would hear advertised.
0: Yes, do not take Propheon if you have a heart condition. I know. Uh, Propheon may, may. It's like mm. an anxiety medication where one of the side effects listed is increased anxiety.
1: Yeah. It definitely gave me increased anxiety.
0: Yes. That, and that's absolutely fair. But Propheon is also, I guess, part of the government yeah. of this land. You know? that land of Jiz.
1: Ismer? Ismer, sorry. Jizmore Jizmor, Jizmor, with Jizmor. Ismer. That's another Jizmor medication.
0: <laughs> Jismo with Isma is uh, is the uh, the land's leading strip joint slash brothel, <sniffs> fantasy brothel, fantasy brothel no. where all your dreams no, come true. No, I didn't
1: ask for the singing.
0: Got a dildo, you <laughs> love? Sorry, this is bad. Anyway, pro- you are
1: not helping me not want to leave my body. <laughs> I just spent the past two hours clinging to this time space experience I am having. <laughs>
0: Dungeons and Dragons, a time-space experience. A time-space so, uh, time, experience! Exclamation mark. Molly Alice Hoyer, the life Triadic. That's what they're putting on the yes. next Yes.
1: <laughs> it's definitely an experience.
0: <laughs> this film changed me. Dot, dot, dot. Ben Patten, life Turn into less of a person.
1: <laughs> I watched it.
0: <laughs> everyone, everyone. <laughs>
1: um...
0: I say that. No one saw this movie. It's a bad film. But uh, Jeremy Irons... I'm just going to call him Jeremy Irons. I'm not going to remember Profion in seven minutes, time. I'm
1: going to remember Profion. Profion. You
0: barely remembered it just now.
1: Is it Profion or Profion?
0: Uh, Have you tried turning it Profion on off again? Uh Uh (laughs) I'm going to call him Jeremy Irons. Anyway, so he's in... Jeremy
1: Irons. Jeremy Irons.
0: This film, by the way, uh, he kills a dragon. He's... Angry that he killed a dragon because he wanted mm. to use it for nefarious then purposes. Then why did he kill it? I think it was an accident because the CG budget ran get, out of money yeah, at that point.
1: Yeah, they were like, you only get three shots. Yeah. And they were like,
0: Because, th- like, we're four minutes into this movie and he's like, well, the dragon said we're gonna have to change our plans. What plans, Jeremy Irons? I
1: mean, his plan was is to get another dragon, so he really yeah. hasn't changed the plan at yeah. all. He's doing the exact same plan over. So Erica.
0: he's in, like, a Senate hearing and this film has, already, we're less than ten minutes in and this film has gone full prequel trilogy. We're at the politics of Jisma are, at- <laughs> are on the, ba- the screen. The politics. Laid bare, if you will. And his his whole thing is, well, there's Princess, what's her name? S-
1: Empress, what's her name? Savril, Savina? Savina,
0: Savin... Saban Entertainment. Entertainment, Saban Group. Princess, what's her name? Is a character from Earth Thora. London. Princess Thora. Thora Birch. Sabina. Sabina.
1: Thora Savina. Savina. Princess Thora Birch.
0: Princess Thora Birch has a magic scepter, and and Jeremy Irons is trying to convince the Senate. Oh, she's very young, and she's got all these weird ideas about, like, equality. Uh,
1: Social justice. Social
0: justice. Yeah, yeah, she's a total SJW, guys. What we need to do is we need to take the scepter. She's a
1: bleeding heart libtard, and we need to uh, remedy the situation. She's a
0: special snowflake, and what we need to do is she has a magic scepter that allows to control, I don't know, brown dragons or something. I think they're gold. Gold dragons.
1: They look brown. I'm just guessing.
0: Later, they're brown. Who can
1: even tell? No one can. With the quality of the graphics.
0: Yes. (laughs) With a stunning special effects budget of seventeen dollars, the visual effects in uh, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon look better than the majority of this movie. More
1: pyrotechnics in Pretty Guardian
0: too. But yeah, he's all yeah. We need to take the scepter away from her because one day she'll decide to force her views on us, and she'll use the scepter of gold dragons or whatever some such shit to do it. So we need to vote now to take a take a scepter. So just text yes to six (laughs) hundred three hundred one. If you want to take the scepter, and, and no to 60301 if you don't want to take the scepter. And then everyone pulls out their phones.
1: Their fantasy fans. Yes. Jesus.
0: Later, we see two thieves by the names of snails, played by
1: <coughs> Marlon Wayans. Marlon Brando.
0: You have snails, plural. What's his name. It's just his name. He's a human thief.
1: Do you called think he's snails? two snails operating like a human? Like a men in suit? black alien.
0: Yeah. yeah, almost certainly.
1: So they were so they were like, What's your name, son? And he was like, Snails. <laughs> we're snails.
0: Snails. How do we turn that into a human name? Uh, snails. Snails. Johnson.
1: Well, when we see it written out at the end, there is an accent mark over the yeah. eye that I looked up to see if it changed the pronunciation of his name. And it's an accent mark that's used in tonal languages, like Mandarin. So he probably has a name that's too hard for normal people to pronounce.
0: So So he just goes goes by Snails, snails,
1: because they're like, oh, those are the same letters that are in Snails. He's like, no, it's a completely different word. Yeah, when he arrived (laughs) at Ellis Island. Um,
0: (laughs) um, And and, uh, Snails... Buddy, also a thief, is named Ridley... He was
1: incidentally the main character.
0: Yeah, who's played by Justin Warlin, who uh, you might recognize, but probably won't, as the second actor to play Jimmy Olsen in Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. You might also recognize him from, I don't know, some other bullshit movies he's been in. Uh, Hey, what else has he been in, Phone? Oh, he was in Should's Play 3 in 1991. Oh dear. He was in uh, a film called Super Capers in 2009. And he was in Miracle at Midnight in 1998. And that is the end of what he's done. He's done other stuff, but nothing that is anything that you would know about or care about.
1: Yeah, I've never heard of any of these titles.
0: Yeah. Um, at this point, we want to point out Molly's neighbor is going hardcore on the... she's she, Neighbor is going full Jeremy Irons on the piano <gasps> downstairs. So you can definitely hear that.
1: It's okay. We yeah. love Jane. We d- she's she's a very nice neighbor.
0: Yeah. No judgment just letting you as the audience know because it's I can hear it which means if I can hear it you can hear it so they're like oh hey so when the f- dragon when Jeremy Owens kills that dragon it starts a small fire on the lake
1: <laughs> oops Social <Nosha> violation
0: <laughs> so uh, Ripley says to snails hey the fire is going to be distracting everyone let's break into the magic school
1: there's a big magic school. Yeah,
0: it's Hogwarts School of Witchcraft. Yeah, they wizard break into area. Hogwarts. Or it's the Unseen University. Whatever you like, you pick up wizards. What, which what's the name of the school the worst witch goes to?
1: I don't know. I've only seen one episode of that, and I wasn't really paying attention. Okay, cool. Sorry.
0: Is that the new show, the newer one?
1: There's a new one, yeah, yeah. on Netflix now. It's
0: supposed to be quite good. Um, it's very cute. Yeah. So they break into the the magic school.
1: They like climb all the way up the side. It's very silly. Yes.
0: There they meet Mar- Marina, Marina, Sirtis. Marina Is Circus, Marina, Marina Circus, Marina Andy Circus, the late what, late wife, a late wife. <laughs> None of the things I said. She's neither dead nor married to Andy Circus, um, and yet yeah, that's where my brain went.
1: Oh, do you think if they had kids and the kids got into something, she'd be like, "Not my circus, not my monkeys," because <laughs> no. they aren't her kids.
0: If if they if he already had if kids, if he had kids, and, then and they she married, and Marina
1: Certis was incidentally standing in his home <laughs> while his kids were, uh,
0: and and he would, you say, know what?
1: I <laughs> I need to just like abort this joke.
0: No, no, we're I in. We need to. No, I want to no. leave. Okay,
1: I want to leave now. But
0: leave the podcast. Yes. Okay. Well, I
1: also should note that it's 114 degrees. It's so. Out Fucking hot in today, LA right now, and I can't have the AC on while we record because it the makes worst. like
0: a yeah sound. Because of like the hand motion you did with your like, <laughs>
1: yeah, I was making, I accidentally made a blowjob hand motion, and I'm just, I just really want to apologize
0: to me, the person who saw it, <laughs> and no one else because no one else would know if I hadn't, yeah. Drawn attention to it. Thank God we don't live stream like a video of us recording this. Because I
1: am, I am like mostly sweat right now.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of sweat. Have happen- 114 degrees in Los Angeles. Degrees.
1: You don't need that many degrees in one place it's at one time. What are you going to do with them? That's
0: too many. I don't need it.
1: I don't. I definitely don't need this it. This
0: is the hottest I think I've ever been in your life. And I I've disapprove. been, I've been hotter. Okay, I'll have to take your word for it.
1: Yeah, when I well, one time it was like 120 degrees outside in July, and we were driving through Nevada, and we, Ooh, didn't, we didn't have AC in the car. That doesn't sound it broke. legal. Yeah, it was really bad. We 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 stopped at like a quickie mart and got some ice and put the ice in the styrofoam cooler, and then put our feet in the ice. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> you said but that was such a a. I don't a feel recent. that way right now because. It's a little cooler inside. Yes. But if we don't get this thing recorded fast... Yeah, we got to
0: keep going. We're going to die. Um, Marina. Lina. You've got to see her. Uh, is That's a reference to a Blondie song, but that was a different name. Maria. Anyway, hi, how you doing? My name's Ben, and I tell bad jokes. Anyway, so uh, Snails and Ripley, which sounds like a bad Ridley? alien parrot. Ripley? Ridley? Ridley, Ridley Ripley.
1: Rip, fuck. I don't remember. I thought it was Ridley.
0: Uh, It is... Ridley. Yes. Okay. I flipped I remi- the D. I
1: retained something. I
0: flipped the D. That's the problem. Yeah. I'm always doing it. Snails and Ridley arrive just as uh, Damodar, who is Jeremy Irons' boy toy, his sub, who wears the bluest, gayest lipstick.
1: I don't understand. It's... You can tell that they've enhanced it in post as well, this blue lipstick. So it's like glowing on his mouth region. It just makes you think about his lips way too much, which is why I was screaming kiss, kiss, kiss at the screen probably about 75% of the time.
0: Yeah. For you, the experience was like, when is this person going to kiss kiss other people? Yeah. They Uh,
1: definitely, there was some, there was a vibe between those two. Yeah.
0: And yet they never kissed. I'm um, uh, not on
1: screen. Part
0: of it is not just the lips, but he also does the trout mouth thing. He has a
1: very trouty mouth.
0: Yeah. And d- the
1: blue lips call attention to the trouty and mouth. And he
0: looks like Apocalypse just from X Men when he does it the as well. Mouth. Yeah. So he's there, I guess, to steal a scroll for reasons that I couldn't I think the deserve. scroll
1: tells them where the something, dragon something is. Scene
0: missing, scene missing, scene missing. Yeah, scene missing.
1: some sort of MacGuffin.
0: They escape with the scroll, but I forget the specifics of Well, okay,
1: so they're breaking in. I'll tell you what okay, happens, Okay, please do. Benjamin, they're breaking in, and Marina catches them, because they set off some sort of... They make, they make noise. Oops, they're bad rogues. They and she comes their, in and they uh, failed their stealth check. Stealth check, thank you. And Marina comes in she's like, what are you doing? And they're like, nothing. There. And she's like, you're definitely stealing stuff. I'm not an idiot. And then she traps them with a ropey thing.
0: That they could easily have they slipped easily, out of. Well, it's
1: a magical rope. But so they're just they kind can't. of,
0: it's just there. It's
1: just kind of sitting on them like a rope. Yeah. I guess that's kinky too. But, it's very Wonder Woman. But she hears, oh no, my mentor is being murdered in the other room. Oh yeah,
0: this man with this beard that I... Was mesmerized by because yeah, I couldn't very, tell.
1: Marina was very focused on the beard.
0: Yeah, was it a real beard? Was it a fake beard? I
1: mean, those were the questions that Marina was asking yeah. herself. But she hears, she hears him in the other room, and she's like, "Oh no, I have to go," and she runs away. But like Ridley and fuck snails, I almost <laughs> said Ridley and Scott. That's something different.
0: That's <laughs> that's a first. <that's> a <laughs> They're Ridley like magically
1: snails. tethered to her. So yes. she just kind of drags them. For for the rest of the scene, she's dragging them around magically. Which is ironic, while they're because tied together. they drag
0: her around for the rest of the movie, I know.
1: too. So, stuff happens. Scene missing,
0: scene missing. There's some conflict,
1: and they escape into the streets. Yes. And she, she steals the scroll and manages to escape Damodar. Damodar! It,
0: is this the point? Damodar! Because we know Damodar kidnaps her. That happens later. That happens right? much later. No, I do want to say, we both commented on Marina's nice. Marina's attire because she's got this kind of. She's wearing this kind of very tight, uh, like velvet. Turtleneck. Turtleneck situation with these kind of draping, like.
1: Just like a robish, robish deal. cloak like a deal.
0: She's also got thin framed black glasses. And her hair, kind of a dark hair, kind of tied up in a bun, in what I would categorize as kind of a sexy librarian kind of look. Yeah. And I joked, "How long till she takes off the glasses and pulls her hair down?" Not
1: very long. It did
0: not take very long, but they no. didn't like. It wasn't I'm a thing. Like, it's how just how can
1: she see? And now her hair's in her way. Yeah. It, it's like, like the f- f- my first order of business if if I were in her position would be okay. I need some more glasses. I need yeah. you to find my glasses, or we need to go to a lens crafters and just I need to like, yeah. get a replacement pair. And I need like a hair holder so I can put my hair back up because it's in my face and that's not good for adventuring.
0: Cool, but what happens instead is her hair is just down, her glasses are just gone. We and don't. This is
1: how she lives her life, and
0: then she just lives her life like that. We don't see. I don't think we see it happen. If we do, I forgot.
1: No, because they they fall into a trash pile as they're running from Damodar, yes. and they meet a dwarf who could have just as easily not been there because he doesn't contribute to the He's... plot at all. Yes,
0: the dwarf, by the way, who is played the dwarf. The dwarf is played uh, by Lee Aaronberg, who you might recognise as Grumpy from uh, From Once Upon a Time, or he was one of the pirates in Pirates of the Caribbean. He's uh, kind of a, uh, an acquaintance of mine, actually. I've <gasps> met him. Oh no, we I could know him, have had him on him for the friend. show. Uh, I didn't think to message him. Aww. I messaged a couple of other people, but they didn't respond.
1: Jokes on them! Jokes
0: on them! We they they missed out on a great cinematic yeah, experience. We we'll have, have a lot of guest fun on. Them. We'll yeah. have a guest on for the next. Uh, Wrath
1: of the Dragon Yeah, Dawn. for the
0: next D&D movie that we do. Um, but the key thing I want to point out here, the, they disturb the dwarf, and then the dwarf is just with them for the rest, for the rest of the rest movie. Of the, yeah,
1: it's like they, he, they were, he was sleeping in a trash pile or something, and they woke him up, and he's like, I guess I'm part of this now. Yeah. I,
0: I justified it. In, if you look at this movie as uh, a representation of a group who are playing D&D and as kind of telling the tale of their game, this is someone who's like, uh, okay, so I can't make the first couple of nights Because I have a work commitment But I can probably join you guys Maybe around week three or four So he's rolled this dwarf character And the DM has to kind of like clumsily Insert them into the narrative This is the first time this player has ever played D&D So they don't really know how to Come up with character motivations early and on leaning so he's, on
1: stereotypes he's, And reiterating over and over The fact that he's a dwarf Yes, And dwarves do things this way and that way
0: And he's just there
1: He's just present. He doesn't contribute anything. We
0: kept forgetting that he was in the movie. Even in, like,
1: combat scenes. I think the one thing he ever did was that later in, in like, the tavern scene, he started a bar fight to help them get away. I think that's the only thing he contributed to the narrative at all.
0: There are so many scenes that he is in... But that he's out of frame or out of shot And you, you forget
1: that he exists and then suddenly he's back and you're like, I genuinely forgot that this character existed. This happened multiple times yeah. we were both like, oh, right. <laughs> he's great. here
0: too. Yeah. And here's the other thing. Lee Ehrenberg is not, he's not a short man. He's five foot four.
1: So he's my height.
0: Yeah, about your height. He. That's not, I don't categorize that as especially short. That he's not, that's not really a dwarf's height. No, he's, he's.
1: He's below average, but he's not dwarf height.
0: He's too tall to play a hobbit in the Lord of the Rings stage play. So kind of... And he's also wearing this ridiculously very fake big red beard that looks like they stole it from the set of one of the live-action Asterix and Obelix movies.
1: Mm, Yeah, I see that.
0: Lee... Very good actor. Very talented. Loved him. He, he was one of the redeeming factors in Once Upon a Time for me, because I didn't like that show. He's fine. He's just not good in... A lot of people are not good in this.
1: They didn't give him anything to work with. So yeah. I think he just kind of showed up on set and was like, I guess I'm getting paid today. Yeah. <laughs> to be here.
0: Yeah, so he's he's in this, I Bless guess. Him.
1: Bless him.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people who are just kind of in... This.
1: Like the like the elf lady. Who yeah, did, she was there. She
0: was sent by Empress Thora Thora Birch. Empress Thora Birch. Thora Birch. Thora Birch to track the thieves what was she track? to get the. I think to get the scroll also but how before Damar. No,
1: because
0: she's a very good tracker. Jesus.
1: None of this makes sense.
0: It's really difficult to articulate the narrative of this movie because there we're isn't. We're having one. to figure it out. Yeah, on our own. We're reverse engineering. My next note after the one, the note I wrote where Elwood the dwarf is just with them now. My next note is just, "Hey, what the fuck?" Again, could, be
1: referring, to could be referring
0: to anything that happens in this movie.
1: I remember exactly why you said, "Hey, what the fuck?" At that moment, go on. It's because they were talking about dwarf sex
0: oh my god yes he was talking yeah
1: it's pretty explicit because snails the the hand motions
0: snails had seen the the elf in the tavern and was like oh I've clearly got to go down and chat her up because I have no other defining characteristics and the dwarf is like don't date Elves. Elves suck.
1: Elves are too skinny. They're
0: too skinny you, you want should someone have
1: with sex with a dwarf. Have sex with the dwarf. They're a dwarf. They've
0: got more they've got more meat on their bones, and plus they have a beard that gives you something to hang on and to. And then there
1: were motions he that did. accompanied there were like gyrating motions.
0: Yeah, and it was too much. It was While they were in this tavern, by the way, we've skipped over the part where Marina, Marina and Ridley Lee
1: go into, into the map, map,
0: and we don't see them for 10 to 15 minutes. They go minutes. into the
1: map, and then they come out of the map later, and... Tell us about the ne- adventure
0: that they had. I know,
1: basically. <laughs> they come back with all this information, and we never learn how they got it. I feel really. like
0: the screenwriters were sit- like, sitting and writing like, wait a minute, it's it's tell, don't show, right? It's tell, don't <laughs> show? It's t- I think it's tell, don't... So we'll tell... The, yeah, and then that sounds Yeah, good. That's, yeah it, that's it, Yeah, absolutely. We're so good at writing scripts. Ah. Uh, it's
1: like they were gonna have, like, a cut back and forth as Marina and Ridley were having their- They're the two main characters! Yeah. And they're, they're, gone. they're like, the main love couple. Is that what they're called? Love couples? Love couples?
0: I don't- I forget how the straights do these things. I genuinely uh, don't know.
1: Those crazy heteros. They're the main love c- couple- Love team.
0: I, the Love Couple was, is my favorite 80s <laughs> TV show from uh, t, uh, TGI Friday. Uh, Do you want to try that again lineup? No, so you can say No, you know smoother? what? No, I think that was a good take. I think it was a good take. I think we're done. I think we're finished. We're good. Thanks for listening to the Life... T- uh, yeah, because so we've done one fake reintro and one. No, we don't want fake <laughs> outro, and we have to not. I
1: wish it were the real out. outro because I want to be done with this. But we're only about twenty minutes into this movie. So
0: because our heroes escaped, Damodar goes back to Jeremy Irons and is like, "I tried to get the thing.
1: Oopsie.
0: Oopsie doodle. They got away." And uh, he says, "Okay, well, I, I know it won't happen again because I'm no, going to no, put no, some no, shit no, no, in no, your no, head." No, 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 no. And he puts this. He, no, he no, puts no. This, he casts a spell which makes this weird oh, kind God. of. These two weird tentacles with, like, bulbs. And by bulb, I mean, like, a, pl- a plant bulb on the end of it. And they just come out of his ears, and then they go back in. And then for the rest of the movie, he's pale, but his ears are bright red. You okay?
1: I don't like ear stuff.
0: No, you do not. I
1: really don't like ear stuff. Some people are worried about tooth stuff. Some people are worried about eye stuff. Yes. I really don't like ear stuff. No. No.
0: We're gonna get through the rest of the air stuff relatively quickly. Because they get confronted by Damodar. Damodar something 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 and he takes Marina.
1: Where is this? I don't, I don't know. remember anything. Okay, they leave the tavern, they escape. Yes. They they're in the woods, they pop they they pop out of the map and they're like, Hey, we know what to do now. But
0: well, I don't remember what it was that they said. Oh, they said they had to get like the they dragon's had to find eye. The-
1: yeah, the red, the, the red eye of the red, the red dragon. There's or a red like that. stone.
0: Oh god! It
1: doesn't. No, 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 no! It doesn't do anything. This is like. They this have to like, get this stone, so they have to go to the Maze Man. to Get it, <laughs>
0: Greg Maze Man. Greg
1: Maze Man, played by
0: Richard O'Brien from Rocky Horror Picture Show,
1: and he was also in Ever After, which is where I he was in Ever After. But he's
0: also he was also the host of a British game show called The Crystal Maze, and his role in this was he movie? actually yeah.
1: So he was kind of like oh I know how to do this yeah
0: this this. This character he's playing is basically kind of a parody of what he was and the situation as well where uh Ridley has to go through the the trials, is kind of a parody of what he was doing on the Crystal Maze. I don't know if that was intentional it's or not. It's such though.
1: a random set piece. Yeah. Oh, so God, they go to they cool. I guess they go to this town and they follow this purple man.
0: Greg Purpleman.
1: Greg Purpleman and it doesn't it's it doesn't matter. None like of none of it is consequential. This is just I guess it's very much like d and D game, and that like there are some NPCs you meet that like you never encounter again, and they don't really matter, no. but you need them to get where you're going. I
0: know where I've had this exact cinematic experience before. When oh. I went to the premiere of Star Trek Renegade, which is a Star Trek fan film, I had no idea what was happening on the screen. All I could go, is, "Oh, that's that's oh, that's an aging Chekhov. Oh, that's 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 Tuvok." Oh, isn't that uh, as Vic Mignogna as a Cardassian? Oh, and that's Robert Picardo. Is he playing the Doctor? Or is he? T- oh, he is he's actually Zimmerman. Okay, so the guy who. Okay, all right. Hmm. That and then the rest of it is nonsense gibberish. Like, don't, don't want to besmirch people in the Star Trek fan film community because I do know people, but it's not a good fan film. It was just a hot mess. I came out of that film not knowing what had happened. This feels like someone said, "We're going to make a Dungeons and Dragons fan film." And then somehow it got the theatrical release. <laughs> That's what this is.
1: So it's also a hot mess. It's yes. A, it's a 114 degree mess.
0: If you stick a, a caption at the front of this that says, This movie was made out of love for for Wizards of the Coast Dungeons and Dragons property. No copyright infringement is intended. I'd be like, I'd be like oh, okay, yeah,
1: I get it now.
0: Yeah. This, that's what this feels like In terms, Again in terms of visual effects In terms of the writing In terms of some of the acting Which is very wooden and stiff It's like these people have either just got out of drama school Or they've just started taking acting classes I was going to say they just got out
1: of it. prison They just got and out of I prison I believe that too They play
0: a lot of D&D in prison
1: I, I, can, I can see that
0: uh, so maybe or, they were
1: they, they acquired a passion. for Yeah, it.
0: I know that some D, some prisons have banned D and D because it allows them to live out a fantasy of escape. Oh
1: no, this is
0: a real thing.
1: That's upsetting. Yeah,
0: but it, it's just not a good film. We have got to talk about it for at least if we can get. No, we,
1: it's okay. We're gonna talk we're about going to the maze. Through. We're gonna talk about the maze now. We're going to talk about
0: the maze because they so, go to the
1: Baldman and they're like Baldwin. they're like we need this this red clear egg. Yeah,
0: and by the way, I, if you don't know who Richard O'Brien is. The actor playing Damodar also looks quite a lot like Richard O'Brien. So when they're in the same scene later, it looks like they're the same person. With I don't know if they look costumes. like the
1: same person, but I definitely feel like there should be some bald on bald action.
0: You were very disappointed that they didn't make out. I'm, but you, you were know, very disappointed that they didn't make out. In. yes,
1: in every aspect. It, I, so being disappointed that they didn't make out was kind of like par for the course. Yeah, you,
0: know, you would see two people experience. on the screen and you'd be like,
1: kiss, 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 kiss. Yeah. I just wanted something to happen.
0: Because nothing was happening. Nothing was happening. So he goes through these trials, and these trials are kind of like baby's first Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade getting to the Holy Grail stuff.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Like, oh no, now there's spikes. Oh no, there's flame jets. And there's some swinging sharp things.
0: Yeah. He gets through all of that. And does he, he gets, that's how he gets the the, the Eye of the Red Dragon, which mm-hmm. is this he and red He goes and he gets crystal. into the
1: vault, and it, I think, like, bald man couldn't get into the vault. Yeah. And Gre- so...
0: Yeah. Greg Baldman's whole Baldwin. thing is, okay, you did it. Good job. Now give it to me. It's mine. I want it. It's mine. Give it to me. And that is when Damodar shows up and is like, I'm just going to indiscriminately start And he's start like, I'm people.
1: also bald, but yes. we're not going to kiss you.
0: <laughs> he says those words. <laughs> Um, so they kind of verbally spar for a little bit. So there's a verbal ball and ball sparring. Uh, And then is this when... as good as it gets for me. Is this when Damodar takes Marina?
1: I think so. Yeah. Oh! Because she's like crawling. There's the map. They have the map.
0: They set fire to the map. They
1: set fire to the map because they want... Because they want the, I don't understand. Is the map important? Is the stone important? I don't know! What's, what are we this supposed is... to be focusing where on? Where are we? I feel like I'm a puppy and they're <laughs> trying to train me with like a focus object but there are too many of them. Yeah. And I can't tell like I do this, just, I hear the clicking sound, I don't get a treat. Like what... What? Where am I supposed to be focusing? You can just imagine... I want to please you. I want to obey. I don't
0: know why. It's like... I'd imagine like during the press tour the director's like most movies have... Uh, have a MacGuffin, maybe two. This one we've got maybe five or six in there, and uh,
1: <laughs> keep an eye out.
0: <laughs> keep an eye out for each one as they pop up in the narrative. We really think you're going to enjoy this. No,
1: I can think of at least three.
0: There's the scroll. Uh-huh. There's the Dragon Stone. There's the Red Dragon there's scepter, the scepter. There's her scepter. There's another. There's two there's scepters, four scepters, but there's
1: also a scepter at the beginning that you think is going to be important, and then they destroy it right away. Yeah,
0: so that's five. <sighs> that's- there's too many MacGuffins.
1: Too many Ma- Is that the title? For-
0: <laughs> <laughs> now you're doing it. So Ridley has set fire to the scroll, and it's, and he says, "Make a make an opening. Let us out. Make
1: an opening. Make and an, and an I'll opening. Take this in."
0: Spread it, spread apart. Uh, let us, let us in. Oh, let no,
1: Oh no. See, I'm like getting excited thinking about that because <laughs> it would be so much better than the actual content that I just went. Well,
0: here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to do.
1: List podcast
0: listeners, if you are not familiar, and I think we've brought it up once or twice before, Molly is an artist. Molly is a creative <laughs> soul. She has done web comics. She has uh, created art for print books. She's very, she did our album artwork. She's very, very talented. She's. Genuinely, and I'm not just saying. It's one of my favorite artists. I love seeing your stuff online. Thanks. You're welcome. But uh, you have the opportunity to
1: make this real.
0: To well, I'm not just saying like draw the draw the slash art. Uh, I'm <laughs> saying what we do is we find the screenplay for this shitty movie, and then we you adapt it as a comic and you fix the broken <laughs> stuff as you go.
1: I, w- I would just like fix the screenplay because I don't. I know it's it's a huge time sink to do a comic start yes. to finish.
0: And I've seen you suffer with comics you didn't want to draw yeah. before that you had to. This would be one that you didn't want to draw and you don't have to. So I feel like the the beginning I, and I'm ending sure of this I'm project... sure if
1: I go to Archive of Our Own, I, I'll type in a few keywords and I can probably find some Damodar profian content. Dungeons,
0: dragons, snails, and see what comes up. You know
1: what? I'm going to do it because we need... <laughs> <laughs> I want to do something fun. Damodar profian. No results found! Am I the only person who's watched this and felt this way? I think
0: so. I think you might oh, be. Oh no! No one else has. I'm really
1: disappointed.
0: <sighs> I'm sorry.
1: Well, I thought this was going to be a fun bit, but I have come up 100% dry.
0: Everything, that's what she said. Everything has kind of been very disappointing, which is what he said.
1: I'm so disappointed. That's just
0: Stop dis- disappointment forever. the movie. Yeah, that does kind of sum up the D and D movie experience.
1: And we still need—we still have half a movie to get through.
0: Yes, but we're going to get through it
1: without kissing. No kisses.
0: We were talking. I we, we when we were watching the movie, we were talking about how you thought Ridley and Snails were clearly boyfriends. They're a couple, yeah. But Marina's also Mar- Marina and Ridley are also kind of into each other. Yeah. So I think what the solution to that, because love triangles are the most trite, boring bullshit. Is, um, they're a polyamorous... Triad
1: yeah. triad, yeah. yeah. they love each other.
0: Hi, I'm Marina. This is my boyfriend Ridley, and this is Ridley's boyfriend Snails.
1: See, I'm on board with that. Yeah,
0: that's perfectly fine.
1: Also, oh! Thora Birch and her tracker lady are doing it. Yes. They definitely share a look.
0: They share a look to- definitely towards the end of the movie. Um, everyone's doing it. Ridley, at a certain point in the movie, Ridley has information about the plot that he should not have, which I've chosen to believe is a very clever um, take on the concept of metagaming within
1: is this tabletop. Commentary, it's by a commentary by the filmmakers, yeah.
0: But the DM is allowing it for some reason. So this is not a good DM, as evidenced by the story that they've woven. Yeah. Isn't there a point in the movie where Damodar and Ripley are fighting? Ridley are Ridley. fighting, and Damodar says, "Typical thief." Thief, thief, typical thief, taking what doesn't belong to you, and it's like, yeah, dude. That's... And he says
1: that while he's fighting um, yeah. snails. When snails comes out of the cream of wheat,
0: yes, that um, used to
1: be a rug. Jesus, I I'm... sound like I'm <laughs> tripping balls, but these are actual things that happen. It in does film. sound
0: like. Hi, welcome to the life to edit with Ben and Molly, a podcast where we describe the weird dream we had last night <laughs> after eating a pound of cheese. But they they, they sneak into Damodar's.
1: House. house.
0: And I don't know why. I genuinely don't well, I did, know why. Well,
1: I guess they're going to rescue her.
0: Yeah, I think that, yeah, they're going to rescue her. Um, because the, he did the the ear the uh, bug went into her ears. Was to was like an ear yeah
1: ear copulation. It didn't
0: work very well. Um, but it was awful. It
1: was all the things I hate.
0: Snails goes to steal and it something. And the
1: scene went on for a really long time yeah. and I just like buried my face and screamed until you told me it was okay. It was about work. two minutes of the things coming
0: out of his ears and going, going into, into her hers. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was not pleasant. But sna- sna- So going back to snails, we're getting away from the ears. Snails gets caught. He steps on a rug, and it turns out that it's actually just a big hole full, full of cream, cream of, of wheat. wheat. It's um, so
1: good to eat, and it helps
0: us every day. Yeah, keep going. We
1: sing this over. It makes us strong, and it makes us shout. Hooray!
0: Cool. Is there more?
1: It's good for growing babies. <laughs> yeah. And grown ups too to eat. Mm hmm. For all the family's breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Please give them cream and wheat.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. Is there more or is that it? No, that's
1: the whole song. That's the whole song.
0: Okay. That's very good. So, yeah, he says he says to Snails, uh, Typical thief, taking what doesn't belong to you. Which, you pointed out, that's the definition of thief. Yeah. Like, he may as well have said, Typical thief, noun, a person who steals another person's property, especially by stealth <laughs> and without using force or violence. <laughs> I copy pasted the dictionary the, definition. I think maybe into my that mind. was the
1: um, yeah. in the original script. Yeah. And the actor man Baldwin was like Greg you know, Baldwin he is was, actually he is, was trying. He's like I can't I can't memorize this. There's like, no way.
0: Just... I got up to typical thief noun and then it's gone. Yeah. Typical thief taking stuff that isn't thief. <laughs> At this point, my next note does just say the plot has dissolved into absolute nonsense. Um, as though
1: that hadn't happened earlier.
0: Snail gets... Snails, snails gets
1: dies. killed. He
0: gets killed by Damodar. and
1: It's a very sexy scene. It's, it's so saucy.
0: Okay, it's... Oh, no, 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 you do your thing first. But no, I, I was not...
1: just gonna wax poetic about Damodar's codpiece and the, like, hon- no, no. honeymoon sweet walk that he does as he's going to kill Snail. This needs to
0: be shared, please, by all means, go for it.
1: Oh, he does a honeymoon sweet walk as he's... Walking towards Snails to kill him with There's, like one foot in front of the other kind of drag race walk. He's definitely
0: kind of he's working it. He's he's sashaying and his into co- Snails. The,
1: I think the cod piece caught my attention because of yeah. the way he's walking. He's swinging his hips, and the cod piece is like whoop, 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 from side to side. It's like that
0: video of the naked guy behind the swinging metal ball thing, and he's moving his crotch in line with the metal ball.
1: And now I'm, I'm I'm I've never seen this, and I'm picturing it, and I wish I weren't. Okay, cool. But I imagine that it's not unlike that.
0: Marlon Wayans, up until this point, he's kind of just been the comic relief.
1: He's really—it's
0: very, yeah. It's on. It's kind of on the nose. It's not very. It's not a very. He's not a very interesting character, and he's kind of phoning it in because he doesn't have to. It's the fucking Dungeons and Dragons movie. He doesn't
1: really contribute anything meaningful. In the Jeremy Irons has taken all movies. of the
0: passion. There's none left for anyone else. <laughs> so he's just kind of doing his thing, right? But in this fight sequence with Snails and Damodar for the first time in this movie i actually saw Marlon Wayans acting <laughs> like he there's that moment where he reaches i guess the end of the line and he's like i can't go any further despite the fact he's in a wide open space with plenty of exits yeah
1: he they run out into like a courtyard type of thing yeah.
0: and he kind he turns around to like accept his fate like he's going to go down but he's going to go down fighting so he pulls his knife out and you i, I kind of saw it like this is the first point where any of the main cast have given a performance that makes me think, "Oh wow!" Like he he really went for it in that moment. Or
1: like there are stakes at all. Yeah,
0: I feel. Here's my theory. Maybe this is the first scene that they shot. So he's like, "Yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be go a serious actor. Yeah. I'm going to go for it." And then they went to shoot all the other scenes, and he actually looked at the script and he thought, "Oh no, oh, this yeah. is bad. It doesn't I'm...
1: deserve my best."
0: But this, but he really listen. I don't want to undersell how he didn't have a lot to say. He had a lot to do. But, like, every line read he gave was like, oh, shit, like, for me. Like, that. this is the moment in the movie where someone does some acting. There's the another, one moment. There is one more moment later that we will, we will come to because what after he dies and Damodar throws his corpse into the sea... Um, it's the
1: grass, but okay.
0: Ridley shows up and get, he instantly gets stabbed in the shoulder.
1: It's kind of... Snail's had this great moment, like, he had a great death scene, like, you really felt it, and then after he dies, Ridley just lets out this shriek of, yeah. like, <laughs> like, and it just takes you right back out of his it again. His face,
0: it's, it's like his face turns into a panel from a really bad 90s comic book, where they're mm-hmm. like, we have to show the hero is emoting. It's all grimacing. He
1: definitely emotes. Yeah. There's some emotion in there. I don't know if I can personally parse it.
0: But he gets, he gets stabbed. Quite severely in the shoulder. And then he's something, something, seen missing there with an elf. And the elf is played by Tom
1: Baker. Yay,
0: Who's He's that, a
1: Marshwiggle.
0: Yeah, who's also, you know, the fourth Doctor. He in was two, in some,
1: some other, like, series or something.
0: Yeah. You might recognize him as uh, Wyvern from Randall and Hopkirk Deceased. He's in it for one scene. He's in this film for maybe three minutes. And he's acting.
1: And i was it was such a relief, I was like, this I understand now what acting is because i I had forgotten what acting was, yeah,
0: you there was it was a like moment... I had never
1: seen another human perform something before in my life
0: and i want to I want to stress this i When people ask me about Tom Baker, the the simplest shorthand for who Tom Baker is is he's the British Adam West. That's really the best way to describe him. He was in a cult TV series that was very popular. He played a very, very popular character. He didn't really do a lot after that, but, and most of the acting gigs and, and gigs that he got after that were because people were fans of this other thing that he'd done. And he's, he's kind of become this weird, old, eccentric man. So I don't know whether his act... I love Tom Baker. Big fan of Tom Baker. But was he acting... Or was he just at a level that the other actors had not yet achieved (laughs) in this movie?
1: I don't know if he was acting or if he was just being a normal old man.
0: It's really hard to tell. But no no one else
1: in this movie was acting normal. Yeah. Like behaving normally. It was such a breath of fresh air. And I remember as we were watching it, like being really sad because I knew the scene was going to end soon. Yeah. And I I didn't want Tom Baker to leave me.
0: Yes. But very very fortunately for you, I happen to have a vast library of other materials (laughs) that he has been in that uh, maybe you might enjoy watching. Okay. Okay, cool. I might do it. I might finally get you to watch (laughs) some Doctor Who. Not to say that you haven't said you would watch Doctor Who, but there's always this part on the back of my head that's like, we tried once and it didn't go well. Uh, And it was a Christmas special. And I
1: just walked right into a sales funnel. Oops.
0: Anyway. Um... (laughs) My next note is just a quote. I'm sorry about snails.
1: I also wrote that in my notes.
0: We reached a point where every time someone said snails, you and I both just went, snails.
1: Snails! Because was... you just picture, like, oh, I'm sorry about the snails. Like, I'm sorry yeah. about.
0: There, there, was a, there was a point. I was of... going
1: to serve you some escargot, but they're spoiled. I'm sorry about snails.
0: There was a point earlier in the movie before he died where Marina turns around and is shocked by his presence and she just goes, snails! And we thought, like, mm-hmm. did she, is he there? Or did she just, like, turn around and there's, like, People a group like of them hanging snails. out? Yeah. yeah.
1: Anytime someone just says the word snails, we're like, oh,
0: yeah. snails. So, yeah, anyone would say the name, we would immediately just... Snails. snails.
1: We don't know why. I wonder if any any amount of research yeah. could reveal to us why they decided to name the character snails. Yeah.
0: And then we're back in Gizmer. Gizmer. Where dragons are attacking. I don't know why dragons I, I, were... No, we skipped over the bit where um, uh, R- Ridley goes to get the red dragon scepter and has a conversation with a very good skeleton puppet.
1: Yeah, the skeleton puppet was definitely the highlight of the highlight of the film for me. Yeah. I don't remember where... Nah, why? Uh, they're in the... Oh, Tom Baker's there. They're at his house for fun, I guess. Why are they there? No one knows. And then they're like, we have to go some where, and...
0: Uh, it's, it's kind of like the Angry Birds movie, where yeah. they say, we need to go here, so they just so they just they do. Now. Yeah.
1: Because he, like, goes into a cave, a cave of wonders, that just looks like a Kirkland's inside. <laughs> and, but he's the only one who's allowed to enter, because he is the only one who's worthy! But, like, yeah. before that, they were talking to some random elves with these skull half-masks. Uh, I don't know
0: I don't listen I, no, 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 no. I challenge anyone to write an understandable synopsis of this movie because it's just you have in order to do that you have to pay full attention to and it and that
1: in itself is just a chore a Herculean task
0: it's is it Sisyphus Sisyphus
1: Sisyphian? yes it's Sisyphian
0: yeah every time you think you're getting close to what the plot might be this
1: movie is syphilis it
0: rolls down the hill again that's our episode title um they have this red dragon thing, which from certain angles just looks like he's holding a lobster. Uh,
1: it's a they call it a scepter, but it's yeah. got a handle.
0: Kind of ornate.
1: It uh, I don't even.
0: It doesn't like they just put a handle. Nothing on the is lobster. good,
1: everything is bad, and
0: I yeah. It's, here's and the thing: I
1: want to be done. I
0: I would say that the budget and the technical skill isn't there for this film to reach its ambitions. But it's also not especially ambitious. No. It's just doing stuff.
1: It's very much like, what's the first idea we had? Okay, that's what we're that's doing. That's what we're doing.
0: It's this movie stinks of first draft.
1: Yes, very much. First so. draft,
0: zero budget. Thora Birch. In cinemas now. We're back in Jisma in and all of these dragons just appear out of nowhere. Yeah, the gold, gold, the gold dragons. dragons. They're attacking.
1: I guess there's like a civil war happening now. Which yeah. you think would be like a bigger
0: did Jeremy Owens get her scepter? Is that where these no, dragons are come from? No, he didn't
1: he didn't get her scepter. He's waiting for his own scepter to call the red dragon so he can have a little dragon battle in the sky. But, but there's like in... an there's like an intense council meeting scene where he calls for he officially calls for her removal, like wants yeah. to depose her.
0: Which does not happen. Which She's... gets
1: which is a weirdly untense scene where he's screaming and she's barely moving her mouth, and like yeah. her eyebrow twitches at one point, and that's the extent of the, yeah. the facial expression we get from her. Like if you averaged out their performances, you would get a normal human.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like Thora Birch was like, okay, so this is it's high fantasy. I'm going to go in and I'm going to give a, 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 an award winning performance, and then she sees Jeremy Irons they're like rah, rah, arms in the air like he just doesn't care, nostrils flaring, teeth. Bed, lips, sn- disappearing. lips disappearing Snarling at the sky And Thorbert's just like Oh he's got all He's taken all of the he t- he acting? all the
1: acting There's okay. none there's there's left for me left Guys I was gonna world. act
0: I was gonna do some acting But he's got all He took of all it. my acting So I have to just kind of
1: I had some acting sitting out. I had some. I had my acting in the fridge, and it was labeled <laughs> in everything. He took my <laughs> he acting, took and now I, acting. I don't have any acting left.
0: It's, and her, her face doesn't. It's like she's just. She's just been Botoxed. It's like the needle goes in, jab. The guy walks off. Action. Thor Birch cannot She act. tries
1: to move her face. It, even like her mouth barely moves. It's that's what it sounds like. Yeah,
0: I feel like they had to re-record all of her dialogue. A in lot. ADR. Well, just.
1: A lot of the dialogue was ADR'd. Yeah. You could tell.
0: It's, a, it's such a bad movie. So the dragons are flying towards Jisma. Empress Thora Birch says, What have I done? I don't know. I don't know what happened. I
1: thought you did this on purpose.
0: Yeah, I don't. And I that's... have no grasp on the narrative. You're in the <laughs> middle of it. If you don't know what you maybe you've that done. was
1: her actual, like, that was unscripted. That was her yeah. being like, Why did I sign on to this movie? What have I done to my career? Yeah. Maybe that's what she was yeah. saying. It, that was that was not Empress saying. I'm going to submit that was Thor Birch. I'm going to
0: submit that trivia to IMDb. <laughs> when Thor Birch says, "What have I done?" as the the gold dragons descend upon Jisma? that was an that was an unscripted ad lib. Thor Birch was uh, <laughs> lamenting the death of her career. Yes, seventeen people like this. <sighs> so the dragons invade. Ridley shows up with the red dragon scepter and just gives it. To, no, um, does.
1: I think a bald man Damodar takes it. Forever. Damodar has someone. How did they get there?
0: Cut on the neck. Cut on the neck. I don't know how they got there, but oh, he's holding. Oh, uh, he's holding when, Marina. When
1: does that? When? When does that
0: happen? Some t- that point in the earlier, movie. Though. Does it happen earlier? I don't fucking know. I know it
1: happens like before Snails dies. That oh my happens, like, in, At the midpoint, something
0: happens.
1: There's there's like a callback to, to to a scene that you already forgot.
0: Oh Jesus! Christ. But yeah, something happens, Jesus. and Damodar says, "If you give me the scepter, I'll spare your life." And Ridley gives him the scepter, and then we both said, "I lied" as a joke, and then, and then Damodar and then immediately said, "I lied." I don't know when
1: that happened in the film. It
0: happened at this point because because he that because Damodar.
1: But the dragon have the dragons. Come?
0: Yes, because Damodar then immediately goes to give the scepter to Jeremy Irons, except he doesn't want to let go. He's holding onto the okay, scepter, and then he lets go. one of those go.
1: things happens, like, in the daytime, and I another one of those things happens So much at of night. this movie,
0: but they do day for night a bunch, but All they the don't... Night. They don't put a filter over it.
1: They uh,
0: they just shot uh, the movie when everyone was available. The lighting
1: in the, I kept on commenting on the lighting in this movie. There's a lot of instances uh. where it's nighttime or they're in like a cave or something, and there's bright lights like HMI's blasting, and there's there's nothing motivating the light source. And I was, that got to me. That's what I focused on, because I couldn't handle anything else.
0: I have to skip ahead to the end.
1: Yes. Which is... Let's please, let's please do that.
0: I think Ridley destroys the red dragon scepter. Yeah,
1: he smashes it with his sword.
0: Um, Thor Birch is riding on a dragon for some reason.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah, I don't know why. Wearing a a headdress.
0: The headdress reminded me of uh, NeverEnding Story. I nearly said Nightmare Before Christmas. That's a different film.
1: I don't see it.
0: It's, I, I, in fairness, it's been a very, very long time since I've seen it. In Neverending uh, story, never she's just got
1: like a little circlet.
0: Yeah, I, I, acknowledge that this is based on m- my half remembered, half remembering of a movie I saw when I was maybe I six.
1: I own it, we can watch it.
0: No, I don't think we need to do that. Um, and Jeremy Irons, is, <laughs> we'll probably watch it at some point. And Jeremy Irons, it looks like he's about to strike Ridley or zap him. And then, hey, did you remember there was a dwarf in this movie?
1: Now and I he do. Comes out of
0: nowhere and boffs Jeremy Irons upside the head. I don't
1: even remember that. I believe you that it happened.
0: And then the climax.
1: There's an elf there. There's and she looks at Thora Birch and they make eyes at each other. And, and then they just kind of look
0: out over the kingdom.
1: And, then and again, I guess the movie's over because no, we
0: have the f- the, the grave. site.
1: Well, they I, do. They knock him off. The the Jeremy Irons dies.
0: Yeah, he gets knocked off, I he think. He
1: dies. Oh, he gets eaten! He gets eaten! Remember, he gets eaten! I don't remember gets... that! No, Thor calls a dragon, and the dragon eats him from behind. Okay, cool.
0: Lots of metaphors in this yeah. movie.
1: He gets eaten by a dragon. That's what happens to him. I, I remembered! I
0: don't remember that at all.
1: He, he I... definitely gets eaten by a dragon, because it made me think of Jurassic Park.
0: My mind just immediately skips to the celebration that we don't see. We don't see a celebration. We hear voiceover of Thor a a voice saying, of everyone's now equal... equal.
1: So, you can celebrate we did now, it. like, which, yeah, that's cool that that's how the government works. Yes.
0: And then we're standing by a pile of rocks with Snails' his name on cairn. the top rock, which I guess is the grave.
1: Maybe. Or maybe they just made a little cairn, because they were like, eh, it seems nice. And th- they kind of left his body there.
0: Yeah. And Ridley's having this, like, he's, it's supposed to, I guess it's supposed to be this like, really touching moment where he's, you know, friend okay, you know our buddy, we did it. And it just feels so purple. It's purple prose. Purple Mattress? Yes.
1: That?
0: Like Casper. Did you know that you can you can get a Casper mattress? Uh just go to caspercom toyetic. Oh no, no you, not. Can't. You, you can't. You can't. It doesn't though. exist. Doesn't happen. Fuck.
1: It's like he's trying to act and then he can't, which is like all of this movie. He was yeah. trying to act
0: and then he puts the dragon stone on the grave and says you finally got it. You Oh yeah, school. the dragon
1: stone that we still don't know what it does or why it exists yeah. and or why he has it, really.
0: And then one of the
1: MacGuffins.
0: it disappears, and the elven lady says, "You'll see your friend again." And then they all put their hands together, and they get Zordon, Power Rangers, teleported <sighs> nowhere. No, end credits, and then
1: it's the end. What That's does that mean? We're what does free. It mean?
0: Nothing. It means we've wasted two hours of our lives. One
1: hundred seven minutes.
0: One hundred seven minutes. So about an hour and forty-seven. That's basically two hours.
1: It's almost two hours. It felt like longer. It felt, it felt like an eternity.
0: I, f- I felt like I visibly aged watching yeah, this movie. Yeah, you did. It took a I toll. I see the crow's feet now. It just feels... I feel lessened by this experience. Do
1: you feel like there's little critters in your ears that are sucking your life force? And your lips are turning yes. blue? And yes. And your hair is falling out?
0: Yes. My ears are turning very red. My skin is going, skin is going very pale.
1: I thought I would be excited when we finally finished, but... I just.
0: There was just this feel immense drained. feeling of relief. It, it was like coming to the end of a. Well, I imagine coming to the end of a prison sentence must feel like. Mm. Where it's like you're free.
1: But also you're not really sure what to do with yourself or how to move on with your life after what you've just done. Which is been what through. the recording
0: the podcast sec- section is. <laughs> how do we even rate this movie? It's
1: not good, but mm, it's hard because it's based on a. Game and not—it's not trying to sell you a toy. No, it's just it's we make you know Dungeons anything. and
0: Dragons. Here's a movie we made based on so, that. So
1: it's not soulless. It's not soulless. It's just very, very bad.
0: It's a, ba- it's like it's, a bad. It's like a bad fan it's, film.
1: It's inept.
0: It fails in every conceivable way to be a movie. Yeah. To be an experience that a person could enjoy. I I said I, before we started recording. I said, as the credits were rolling, there is a twenty-year-old on this planet somewhere for whom this is th- this is the movie they watched over and over again as a kid. The more I think about it, the less likely I think it is that that is possible. The second movie, which we've also watched, the second Dungeons and Dragons movie, is a better movie than it this is. one,
1: just by it sheer virtue of the fact plot. that it's not this film. It. Uh, this is just.
0: <sighs> well, so where do we? How do we put? Where does this go on the Lego Emoji scale? I don't know that it's.
1: I don't, I feel like it's not, we're not rating it the same way. Like, it it needs its own scale. A dragon scale. A dragon scale. Ah! (laughs) Dungans and Dragons. I just, it's not a soulless cash grab. It's not a cash grab. And I feel like they were maybe trying. It's just a display of ineptitude that kind of boggles the mind. Nothing about this movie is redeeming. We've tried to find good things. I think Tom Baker's presence.
0: Thank you. The fact that yes. he's in a
1: single scene, that was like it like w- I was in hell was and like, someone it, put some it, drops of water on my tongue.
0: Yeah, it's like it was like a like a life preserver yeah. in a, a sea of shit. I I I don't know that there's a way to appropriately cover how how I feel. After watching this... This is how I imagine you felt at the end of Super Mario Bros. Oh, yes. You, and you chose this one.
1: I did. This um, was a self-inflicted... I, I did. We were going to watch it anyway, so you yeah. can't get on to me for choosing it. But
0: you chose it now. Like, we we could have not chosen... I'm the...
1: sorry. <laughs> I take full responsibility. I took
0: responsibility for the Emoji movie. You take responsibility okay. for Dungeons & Dragons. I really. feel like okay. this wasn't
1: as big of a fuck-up as the Emoji movie. I feel like this is bad... For different reasons. Oh yeah. It was a different bad movie experience. Yeah. I felt different emotions that were equally different unpleasant. Emojis. Different emojis that were equally unpleasant while watching this. Yes. Because I was confused. I felt confused, but I didn't feel angry like yeah. I did watching the emoji movie because I knew the emoji movie was trying to sell me something. Yeah.
0: This is just. And
1: this is just.
0: It's interesting. Because I have to imagine there's some executive at New Line Cinema who at the time was like, okay, guys, we've got three Lord of the Rings movies in production. We've got a Dungeons and Dragons movie in production. We are going to corner the market on epic fantasy cinematic adventure. It's going to be exceptional. We're starting to see Rushes come back and Dailies come back from Lord of the Rings. It's looking really good. We haven't seen or heard anything from the production crew. Working on Dungeons and Dragons. It's starting to worry me a little bit. But you know what? Dungeons and Dragons. That's a big old brand. That's going to count for something. I'm sure it'll be fine. Lord of the Rings, Dungeons and Dragons. That's, it's going to be like the double team of of, of of fantasy that is going to put New Line Cinema on the map.
1: The fantasy map.
0: The fantasy map. The map of Middle Earth. And you—that must have been... Because Fellowship of the Ring came out in what? 2001? I think so. There must have been... Discomfort at New Line after Dungeons and Dragons came out and it tanks.
1: Bombed.
0: Someone at New Line must have been like, "We've just spent eighteen gajillion qualimpoopillion dollars making three more epic fantasy
1: films." Oh no! And so it turned out okay for yeah. them. Did not turn out okay for no. them, for the dind. I think this this movie is just a big like Comic Sans. You tried, Star? Is it? I well.
0: I don't know that anyone in this... Do we... I want to go through the script with a red marker pen.
1: I don't know how acquainted they were with dungeons and or dragons.
0: Or the spaces where they meet.
1: But... Even if they had been, it wouldn't have mattered. Like, they just failed on every level. I don't know if, if any amount of passion could have pulled this back. Yeah. Because they clearly, like, they weren't working with the right tools to begin with.
0: You you have to imagine Vin Diesel who is a huge Dungeons and Dragons fan going to see this in the theaters and coming out of it going I got to make a Dungeons and Dragons That's exactly what it. he sounds yeah. like. Yeah. And then he makes the Wit was it the Witch Hunter which is just the worst thing imaginable which was based on his D&D character. Oh. I would I, was, I do
1: remember when that came out.
0: Yeah. I think he might be attached to the Dungeons and Dragons movie.
1: They're making another one.
0: Yeah, they're doing a reboot. Because now supposed it's to come out in, super
1: popular. It's supposed
0: to come out next year. Next year or the year after. We're going
1: to have to review it. I hope you're okay with that.
0: I think that might be one where we go to the theater mm-hmm. and see it. I want this experience to be over.
1: I do. I also want it to be over. Do we want to just say, on on the same level as Emoji Movie, but on a different scale? A fantasy it's, scale. It's
0: uh, adjacent. It's it's yeah. Emoji adjacent. What would, What scale is that? What other things would go on that scale? I don't know. If I mean, if we're looking at it as... Because, I mean, look, another example is Clue. Clue is a movie that mm-hmm. is based on a board game. It's not trying to sell you anything yeah. in the same way that a piece of toyetic cinema is trying to sell you. So does that mean that the other scale becomes the, the D&D Clue scale? I don't
1: know, because Clue, Angry by the Birds way, is also a, a game. But,
0: it's, but, but Angry Birds as but a movie is very clearly to trying you. to... Yeah.
1: I think D&D, the universe of D&D is a lot like... The Lego universe, and that the point of it is you can do anything, you can yeah. make anything. So the fact that they made this <laughs> is kind of a smack in the yeah. face to the whole franchise. Yeah. To the whole all of it. This is everything the, that makes D. D&D, D&D. The
0: worst thing that's ever had the Dungeons and Dragons logo on it, and I'm including fourth edition on that. So I guess
1: in that sense it is soulless because it's like they had this property. They didn't understand it, and yeah. maybe they didn't even try to understand it. And, and that's then one on of the interesting. Of that, they didn't have the tools they needed to actually t- to do anything with it. Yeah,
0: and that's one of the interesting things because I know that when they were writing, and it was a different team who wrote and directed the second one, which is the one that you like. You have very fond memories wouldn't of it. I would say like,
1: but my brother and I watched it and lampooned it together when we were young, and so I have fond memories of it. It's, but I wouldn't say it's good or it's that an I enjoyable liked it.
0: experience. It's at the not very
1: least. as bad. As this. Okay.
0: But, like, we, I remember when we watched the second one last year, and, and we watched the special features on the Blu-ray, and the writers were talking about, oh, yeah, we, you know, we had yeah, the player's handbooks. Yeah. and Like, w- w- whether you consider the second D&D movie to be good or not, they at least went in with a, here's our understanding of the They understood the lore. source material. Yeah.
1: They gave it some thought, which yeah. perhaps these other guys didn't.
0: No. I feel like the Lego Emoji Scale is no longer like a line it's becoming this square <laughs> grid but I, we don't know what all th- It's becoming is,
1: a Kinsey Scale.
0: It's, it's, it's a discovery. We're discovering what the axes on this, this grid are and I find that absolutely fascinating but next week uh, or I'll say next week, the next episode uh, I won't be here because at the time it will be recorded I will be in San Diego for... For yeah, for the for the San Diego Comic Con International, which is <laughs> Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. 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 Bow, bow. That's the full
1: official name of San Diego Comic-Con.
0: Hello, Ben from the future, well not from the future, from the future relative to when the podcast was recorded. Because we've recorded this episode and the next couple of episodes out of sequence, I did not yet know that I am at booth 5619, I will be there on preview night, and then all day Thursday and Friday I'll be there promoting Port Centre, you're more than welcome to come up and talk to me about the life of Toyetic, come and play some old retro video games, I'll have a screen set up, a controller, you'll be able to play some stuff, maybe some hidden gems that you didn't know before. But if you're at San Diego Comic Con and you're a fan of the show, do please swing by. I would love to meet some life toyetic fans, and uh, yeah, come and come and show some love. And I'm also sharing the booth with a bunch of very, very talented voice actors, including Dino Andrade from World of Warcraft and Batman Arkham Asylum, Ricky Simons, who's the voice of Gurr from Invader Zim, and Greg Berger, who is a ton of voices in a ton of things. but He's 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 OD from Garfield and Friends. He is Grimlock from Transformers. He, th- this is a guy with a massive, massive resume. Really, really fortunate. Very, very lucky to get to share the booth with these guys. And uh, this is also going to be my very last San Diego Comic-Con. I will probably not be back after this year. So if you're there, do please come and say hi. I'd, I'd really love to, uh, to meet you. Please do. So who will be taking my place as co-host?
1: Someone very dear to me. Mel? Yes, Mel. I'll be doing a, rec- a podcast with Mel. Cool. My co-host. Yes. Yeah, Mel?
0: So who will actually be co-hosting? Um, my, it's not going to be a dog.
1: My wife will be taking your place.
0: <laughs> that makes a nice change. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Someone I love and care about.
0: Yeah, oh good. Okay. Uh, yeah, Timber's going to be filling in as co-host, and what will you guys be watching?
1: We're gonna be watching Pocket Monsters: The Movie in the year of our Lord 2000. I don't actually remember the name of it's, it.
0: it. It's Pokemon 2000: The Movie. Yeah,
1: so I got all the yeah. elements in yeah, there. Yeah, you got you
0: got the, the basic ingredients. Because in there.
1: she's she's a big Pokemon fan and player, so she hopefully will have some
0: thoughts and feelings. Yeah,
1: some trenchant insights yes. into the world of Pocket Monsters.
0: That's gonna be fun to listen to. I can't wait to hear it. And not- yeah, it'll be nice to 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 edit an episode that I'm not a participant in, <laughs> because that's that's how I'm gonna end up digesting this episode.
1: I can edit it. No, I got it. But I can do it. Do
0: you want to have a go at editing? I want the to try- I want
1: to learn how to do it. That's okay. a skill that I need to learn.
0: Sure. All right. Well, then I guess you have to put Audacity on your laptop. Yeah, you already I have already it. have it. Oh, well, then fine. Well, then fine.
1: We don't need you. You're being phased out. Yay! Your position is now redundant. Yes.
0: <laughs> Uh, the life toyetic without Ben and with Molly, the, wi- the
1: wife toyetic. It's going to be the new name.
0: That just sounds like you watch films about toys you can play with with your wife.
1: I mean, there are. There, I don't. There are. There's a whole genre. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I look forward to listening to that. I'm sure you look forward to recording it. But that is, I think, our episode this week. Thank you very much for listening to the life toy edit with Ben and Molly. If you enjoy the show, do please leave a positive review on iTunes, on Skitcher, on where, wherever you can leave a review i just added the podcast to uh, tunein.com Ooh, which is another podcasting platform it's where um amazon echo gets its podcast from so if you ask an amazon echo to play a podcast that's its go to to it's going to pl-
1: start playing an episode of our show our if show, you ask it to play a default, podcast
0: if you say hey alexa play uh my brother my brother and me you're going to get an episode of our show instead and i think that's a, 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 <laughs> a sponsorship deal that really can only benefit us. If anyone goes to listen to any podcast, Serial, Welcome to Nightvale, Bubble, they're all going to redirect to us. And that's really, we're going to corner the market. Yeah. Not the flop house though, because... No, they're fine. No, they're, good, they're fine. If you like the show, again, if you like the show, please <laughs> leave a positive review. Um, and don't forget to share it with your friends and family. If you are enjoying this podcast, tell people why you're enjoying it. Podcasts like ours survive by word of mouth Molly and I enjoy doing this show chances are we would be doing this show anyway but we would love it if the show reached as broad and as wide an audience as possible because I want to believe that when we're suffering
1: some good is coming yeah, from it, it has someone to, can appreciate it
0: there has to be something out of our misery our misery should warm should and enrich yes.
1: yeah. let it, our being on fire warm your heart <laughs>
0: So there we go. If you ever want to find us on social media, we're on Twitter and Tumblr, just The Life Triatic on both of those. We're on Facebook as well as The Life Triatic with Ben and Molly. I'm on Twitter as Ben Padden. I'm also on Instagram, Tumblr. I have a Facebook page. Uh, Molly, where can people find you?
1: I'm Molly Alice Hoy, wherever social medias are sold.
0: Awesome. If you ever want to contact the show, you can send us an email. You can send an email to show at thelifetoyetic.com. We'll do our best to respond to it in a timely manner. There's also a contact page on the lifetoyetic.com website. The website being thelifetoyetic.com. If you go there, there's a contact page on the about page, I think it is. Or you can just email us.
1: That's We're friendly, fine. we love hearing from you. Yeah,
0: we love hearing from our listeners. And again, if you send us an email, if you have a question or a statement you want to want to make...
1: A snide remark.
0: snide remark. Uh, you want to make fun of my hair, I don't know why you would do that, you can't see it, that's weird... I Uh, can see it. If you want to comment on the weird temperatures that we're going through right now, send us an email and we might read your email on the show. But in the meantime, a huge, huge thank you to Brian Melblum, who produced our theme tune, The Toyetic Toe Tapper. Yeah, this has been The Life Toyetic with Ben and Molly. I've been Ben.
1: I've been and still am Molly.
0: And The Life Toyetic comes with everything you see here.
1: Damodar Profeon fanfic is unfortunately sold separately.
0: (laughs) I think you'll find it's no longer available. No,
1: no kissing. I'm so disappointed.